0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Get ready for a brand new week of exciting facts and recipes, where we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient— and at the end of the season we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together so far we've covered onions salt and olive oil time to find out what ingredient will be next today we're playing a round of guess the ingredient where you get to listen to some of our mystery sounds and then guess this week's theme then we send our junior reporter Adelina to an outdoor farmers market Finally, we'll hear from some of you young chefs about how you use the secret ingredient at home. Let's get started.
1: Looks good. I bet it tastes good.
0: Ooh. The look on your face, Zoe, is amazing. Mystery Recipe. Welcome back! It's time to play Guess the Ingredient. I'm here in the recipe lab where we test our recipes, conduct experiments, and have a generally great time. We especially love it when we have visitors. Today we have Zoe, age 11, our official ingredient guesser, here to help me out with our Guess the Ingredient segment. Welcome, Zoe. Hi! So, let's guess what ingredient we're going to be talking about this week. I'm going to play you some sounds, and then you use them to guess the week's theme. Are you ready to play? Let's do this. It's time to guess what all those sounds were. Let's go one at a time. Can we hear that first sound again? It sounded like you were cutting something
1: thick, and then there was a, like a squish or a squelch at the end. A squelch. I like it. Maybe like a tiny grape?
0: <laughs> why a tiny grape?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not a regular sized grape?
1: Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a thick fruit? Okay, what do you think? It sounds like something like frying or like
0: like sautéed or like cooked. Mm-hmm. So a cooking sound, a heat-related sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it sound like something dry being cooked or something wet being? Definitely cooked? Definitely
1: something wet. Something wet. Like because something dry, it would make more of like a. I guess it would make like a. Sh-sh-sh-sh.
0: Yeah, and what what about this made it sound like it was something wet?
1: Like you could you could tell that it was bubbling up.
0: The bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> the look on your face, Zoe, is amazing. What are you thinking? I don't know. That was
1: a really weird sound. Like, the only word I can think of it is like a ketchup bottle, like squirting.
0: Yes, that was definitely the sound of ketchup. But since this is a show all about ingredients, we are going to take that one step further. I'll give you a few hints. First, it's red, just like ketchup. It's part of the nightshade family, which sounds kind of scary, but just means it's similar to things like eggplant, peppers, and potatoes. Finally, it's gotten a bad reputation for being thrown during bad performances. So I think my guess
1: is tomatoes, because, like, it was, I thought it was, like, chopping through something thick and maybe a fruit, and then, like, again, that sizzling sound, and then this
0: squelch of ketchup. So I think it's tomato. That's right. Welcome to Tomato Week. This week, we are getting saucy. And to start things off, we're going to a local farmer's market to meet our ingredient in the flesh. Our junior field reporter, Adelina, is back with another edition of The Scoop. Adelina, have you found our special guest for today? Not yet.
2: All these tomatoes are kind of funny looking. There's yellow ones, purple ones, and some of them are pretty lumpy. I expected something a bit more red, smooth, ordinary.
3: Excuse me, miss. Are you here with the podcast people?
2: I'm Adelina, here with Mystery Recipe from America's Test Kitchen Kids.
3: Yes. Hi there, dear. I think you're looking for me.
0: All right, Adelina, we'll be right back after this message from our sponsors. Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Hey, grown-ups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kids love snacks. And with Kroger's grocery pickup service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked. My family can't get enough of Kroger's original chip-made cookies. And with pickup, you can shop online and pick up your groceries at a store near you. In just a few clicks, you can fill your cart with all the things you need and schedule a pickup time that works for you. And they'll bring it out to your vehicle when you arrive. It's that easy. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking! For Purdue food scientist Cynthia Betterson, creating new products is all about solving real problems, like how to get your kids to eat enough vegetables. Most Americans have a vegetable gap. We're supposed to eat about five servings of vegetables per day, and no one is getting that. So we know that parents struggle with getting the vegetables into their kids. So we thought, why not take kids' most favorite food, which is a chicken nugget, and we put the vegetables in there in a stealthy way. We're calling this stealth help. Close the veggie gap in your households. Learn more at purdue.com slash ATK. That's P-E-R-D-U-E dot com A-T-K where you'll find some great recipes and coupons for your next meal. Hey there, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. It's time for the scoop.
2: Molly, I think I found him. He's not ordinary looking. He's big, red, and also kind of lumpy.
3: I'm Tom.
2: Tom! Oh, great. Thank you so much for talking with me today.
3: Oh, no problem, dear. Happy to help.
2: Tom, can I get you to introduce yourself?
3: Well, sure. My name's Tom. Well, I guess you already knew that. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'm an heirloom tomato, a brandywine heirloom tomato, locally grown right outside of Boston.
2: Oh, that's great.
3: Why, why, thank you. I'm sure glad you think so.
2: And what does it mean to be an heirloom tomato?
3: Well, an heirloom is something you pass down from one generation to another. A family heirloom could be a necklace or maybe a rare coin or a piece of art. One family member gives it to their children, who give it to their children, and so it goes.
1: Oh, wow.
2: So how old are you?
3: Well... I'm not the heirloom. The seeds used to grow me are. With heirloom tomatoes, it's our seeds that get passed down from generation to generation. You see, heirlooms come in lots of variety, sizes, shapes, colors, just like people. Some are big and sweet, some are little and bitter. But every one of us is special despite our differences in appearance. Every farm that grows heirloom tomatoes uses the seeds from their favorite plants to grow the next season's crop.
2: I see. So the seeds being passed down from generation to generation are what make you an heirloom.
3: Exactly. You can't buy seeds like mine in bulk. We aren't modified or specially designed for sale or mass production. We're just the well-formed result of a long line of healthy, delicious crops, planted one by one, season after season.
2: That's amazing. You just mentioned not being specifically designed. What do you mean by that?
3: Well, you might notice I don't look quite like the tomatoes you might see in cartoons. I'm not a perfect circle. I've got some lumps and bumps, and my skin's a bit cracked toward the center. I'm also not the royal shade of red you may have come to expect from tomatoes.
2: To be honest, that might be why I had such trouble finding you.
3: Those tomatoes, perfectly shaped and bright red, those have been specially designed by people who grow and sell lots and lots of tomatoes. They're stronger, so they can be shipped far, far away from where they're grown. And they're the same size and shape, so they can be stacked in shipping containers and at grocery stores. Now, that's all great for the people selling tomatoes, but they aren't great for the people eating them. All that strength and shape take away from the fresh, wonderful tastes that make heirloom tomatoes really stand out.
2: Oh, I get it. Just because you might not look a certain way doesn't mean you don't taste amazing.
3: Some of the best things in life come in unexpected packages, my dear, and that's true about all sorts of things, not just tomatoes.
2: Like how they always say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover.
3: Exactly. Don't judge a tomato by its shape. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do lots of people listen to this podcast you're making?
2: Well, sure. Lots of young chefs do, at least. Do you have something you want to tell them?
3: I just think it's really important that you came to a farmer's market for this interview. You see, the best way to get a flavorful tomato is to buy one that is locally grown. I was picked just this morning.
2: Never mind the fact that it's great to support local farmers.
3: In other parts of the world, people might pass a roadside stand on the edge of a farm. Or they might shop at a grocery store. America and the world at that are very big. Not everyone is able to make it to a farmer's market... And not everyone can afford to buy fresh fruits and veggies.
2: Well, I'm pretty thankful to be shopping here today. Tom, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us.
3: It's been a pleasure.
2: You heard it here first, folks. Today's scoop is to shop local, if you can. And don't judge a tomato by its lumps and bumps. Back to you, Molly.
3: So, what is a podcast, anyway?
2: Well, it's kind of like the radio...
0: Thanks, Adelina, and thanks to you as well, Tom. Well, we've heard from the tomato, now it's time to hear from all of you. We asked some of our kid recipe testers how they use our special ingredient at home, and boy, did they have a lot to say. Here's this week's tomato themed Make It Your Way. My name is Judah, and I'm eight years
1: old. I like tomato salad. Um, My mom usually just chops up tomatoes and puts a lot of, like, um, basil and some cucumbers and dressing. Hello, I am Henry, and I am in sixth grade. I hate tomatoes. I hate the juicy feeling of them. I hate how when you take a bite into them, it's just seeds come up, and then there's that juice, and then it's, like, squishy. I just don't like tomatoes. Uh, I'm Sophie, and I'm... 12 years old. I like them fresh, but not cooked. I just eat them. Well, if they're like cherry, like bite-sized tomatoes, I'll just eat them, and then somehow, sort of like, I'll cut them up and put them in salads. I've chopped up tomatoes and eaten them with salt. Um, I'm Luca and I'm nine years old. Um, Like, I cook, um, sometimes when we make chicken scampi, we put tomatoes. Um, I eat it with burgers. Um, with salads, like, it's more savory than sweet. Chicken scampi is, like, pasta, which is spaghetti most of the time. With tomato, I think, chicken, you can put cheese on it, or if you don't want to, you don't have to.
0: Well, we've already learned lots about tomatoes so far, haven't we? We know they taste better ripened on the vine, come in lots of shapes and sizes, and are the main ingredient in the magical condiment ketchup. That's all the time we have for tomatoes today, but come back on Wednesday to hear more about this week's special ingredient. We have some tricky trivia and a special guest for our Ask a Grown-Up segment that you will not want to miss. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Bermdome. And I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, the cutting board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. Fact-checking by Kaya Williams. This episode featured the voices of Adelina Rodriguez and John Rudolph. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.